Bush and Richie here with another edition of our Daily Takeaway podcast. Yes, and on that, yes. on that, do you remember yesterday, a lot of chat uh, about my new breakaway fusion hack snack uh, of popcorn and milk buttons. That were you mixed in your mouth whilst you were watching something. Correct, yes. You didn't like it, did you? Makes it weirder when you think he was watching the neighbours. No, I'm joking. You're watching telly. I didn't like. There was something ungodly about it. You said you don't like mixing foods. I like. I like foods to stay in their own lane. And I think what you did was was weird. But maybe it's just you. Daff has tweeted since yesterday's show saying, "I too put chocolate oh. buttons in popcorn." It's amazing, especially a Milky Bar button. Always smuggle a bag of buttons into the cinema to dump in my popcorn. Oh, that's outrageous. That's absolutely... So what, he's putting it in, mixing it in with the popcorn? He is. Now, you were just putting it all in your mouth yes. and mixing it there. Yeah. Where, where's the middle ground? Are you going to try what Daft does and I put it in I think I'll the try what Daft does. I would also back up the returning Adam, the producer... Oh, I. ...says that what he likes to do is put more teasers in with his. Believe you me, I don't want to know what he likes to do in cinemas around the United Kingdom. I think I've heard about that. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. We need to talk about Buzz Aldrin. There aren't many people that have walked on the moon. He is one of them. Uh, and I think when you've done that, when you've been all the way to space, when you've walked on the moon, it gives you the ability to do all sorts of stuff and not be questioned. Just do whatever you want, you Buzz Aldrin. But today, we need to question Buzz Aldrin. And that is, why does he wear three wristwatches? He's got three watches. Posted a picture yesterday uh, celebrating the 54th anniversary of the uh, Apollo 11 launch. And it's uh, a picture of him sat at home eating steak and eggs. Um, that's that's another matter, the it, meal that's in front of him. This is the thing. It's an amazing meal. We, we were talking about the meal quite a lot and we'd kind of overlooked one glaring inconsistency <laughs> with the picture. And that is the fact he's wearing three wristwatches. Two on his left wrist and one on his right wrist. I, I don't understand why. They're, they are old analogue watches. They're not sort of like, uh, you know, techie watches in any way, shape or form. Uh, and when I look at the left wrist, which is the one that's closer to the camera, yeah, they're both the same time as so, well. So he's not got time zones on no, there. No, it's not a time zone thing. Can't see the right wrist that well, so you don't really know what uh, what's going on there. But... If, if the left wrist is anything to go by, that's telling the same time as well. It's weird. So, he, I mean, it's uh, like you say, there's no techie watches there, so he's not getting constant update on the ashes like you with your watch all no, the time. No, exactly, yeah. It's not I mean, that. My, my watch is, is a self-winding watch. Mm-hmm. That I think it's called automatic, and, and it loses at least five minutes a day. <laughs> And it's incredibly frustrating. So you I wonder need whether to keep your wrist more active. Well, listen, I, that, well, well I'm trying my best. I, I, and uh, maybe he's got a similar situation, so he needs like a, a couple of other watches to, you know, whilst one's losing five minutes, the other one's slightly up ahead. Not expecting to uh, to have Buzz listening to the Home Time Show right now, but if you can uh, give us any solutions as to why someone would wear three wristwatches, do get in touch. 8, 12, 15 for your text. Tweet us at Absolute Radio. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Sharon in Devon says he wears several watches for sentimental reasons. Two Omega watches went to the moon with him. Right. Uh, The third is just the same as mere mortals. But then Buzz himself has spoken on the after-dinner circuit, and this is why he wears three wristwatches. So this is the actual answer? This is the actual answer. It's from Buzz. It's going to blow your mind. See, this is the wisdom of someone that's been on the moon. It's Buzz Aldrin. He can do what he wants. He says, you need to wear an odd number of watches. 
Right. For most people, one is an odd number. That is an odd number, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to have an odd number of watches in case there is a discrepancy so you can sort out which one is what. Okay. So That's blown my mind. It's weird, though, because obviously he's kind of quite old now, isn't he? So uh, we, yeah. why is he so worried about, like, particular being on time? He's just watching <laughs> telly and doing scratch cards and in, his, in a pair of slippers. <laughs> That's a good point. Do you know what I mean? But it's quite clever, really, if you because if, if you had two and you, you've set the time, they yeah. both could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you've got three, then you know which one's wrong, don't you? I know, but he's walking around looking like Flavor Flav from Public Enemy. <laughs> Turn it in, guys. Don't worry about it. So mate. there's the answer, but it's still it's still a lot of watches. I, I, I wonder what is the most amount of one thing that somebody has. Buzz Buzz wears three watches, for example. You might have sixty two belts, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I've only got one belt. We've discussed this before on the You've show. Got one I've, belt, one single belt, and I'm absolutely fine with it. I, I heard a rumor. I don't know if it's true or not. Remember the magician David Copperfield? Yeah. I heard a rumor that he's got five hundred and one pairs of Levi five hundred ones. That's amazing. If true. That's a game changer. Nick is claiming to own over 150 Brentford shirts. Why would you do that to yourself, Nick? And also, how do you manage to pick up that many? Because a team only has, like, you know, one home shirt a season, one away shirt a season. So half of 150 is 75. So that's just... How old is Nick? How, how long has he been supporting and buying replica Brentford shirts? Nick, I think there's more questions than answers coming out of your little text there. Lisa in Worcester has been on to say she's got 120 going-out dresses and 110 pairs of heels and multiples of everything because I've got issues, she says. I, I would say, all right there, Imelda Marcos. <laughs> one for the kids. Uh, Steve, what is the most of one thing you have? Well, the most of one thing that I've got is 300 beehives. 300 beehives. That's a lot of beehives. Yeah. How many yeah, bees? How many bees is that? Because obviously loads of bees live in a hive. You only got a mass? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was 50-50 on this one then. Um, what's, what's 300 times 100,000? Oh, I'm going to just say I'm out. Uh, that is 30 million bees. According to Richie's computer. <laughs> <laughs> Richie gets a pot of honey for that one. Thank you very much. How many, how, how many pots of honey then do you get out of 30 beehives? 300 beehives. Sorry. Okay. Figures are not our <laughs> strong point here. So, 300, on a good season, 300 times 3 is... 900. Good, good. And then times that by, oh, I don't know, 48. And then that's the amount of stars you get. 900 times 48. No offence, Steve. We kind of like it when people come prepared <laughs> with just the final answer rather than talking through the maths on this. 43,000 jars of honey a year. There we go. You've just done my business plan for me. <laughs> <laughs> Get hey, off. Give us a quick plug. What's the name of the, of the company and how, how can we buy the honey? It's White Horse Honey in Wiltshire. Um, just send me a message online and I will sort honey out. All right. <laughs> That's his strap line. <laughs> honey trap. Good to talk to you, Steve. Thanks a lot, guys. Kim's in Warrington. Ten pairs of slippers. I did have seventeen. Husband made me bin some. Good on, good on him. <laughs> curtailing this, getting and out I of like the fact he's gone down to a round number of ten. I'm happy about that. Andrew has tweeted. So there's a bloke on home time just then with Bush and Ritchie called Steve. He owns thirty million bees, which is ridiculous. Uh, Andrew says his daughter is always telling him uh, me we must save them with sugar water if one is crawling around on the window ledge. How many other Steves are out there who own bees? <laughs> Seems like there isn't a bee problem after all. <laughs> Fair point. Uh, Jen, what is the most of one thing you own? It's probably the nail polish. I've got about 400 bottles at the moment. 400 bottles of nail polish. Is that like a, a professional thing? You, you uh, have people come and you do their nails it's for not. them? I just, no, it's not. I just have a lot of nail polish. I've stopped buying it. 
Are you so dealing with the problem? I would say that you don't need to keep buying it if you've still got 400. Do you, I mean, are you collecting them or do you use them? Um, I use them, but I use them less than I used to, which is why I've stopped buying them. Where, so where are I, they then I, in your house, your 400 bottles of uh, nail varnish and stuff? Um, I keep them in a giant goldfish bowl. <laughs> Of course, of course you do. It's been a giant goldfish bowl. <laughs> they look quite pretty, so... OK. Jen, you... would I have read somewhere that a good place to keep nail varnish is in a fridge? Um, yeah, if you've got a spare fridge. It's got a good point. <laughs> and is this the tip of the iceberg for you? Any other stuff that you've got that's probably a little bit too many of? I don't think I've got anything I've got too many of. <laughs> <laughs> I refer you to the nail varnish. <laughs> Um, I've, I collect a lot of gloves, but again, I, I, I like to have different things to go with different things. So, collect a lot of gloves. You see, that's, yeah. that's I, see, in my I head, like that's my a strange one, Jen, because you've got all these lovely nails, and then you put gloves over them. Yeah. Yeah, but I also live in a country that gets to minus three in the winter. So, fair point. That's a good point. And uh, do you um do you keep your gloves in a, in another goldfish bowl? <laughs> <laughs> no, I keep those in a drawer. Fair enough. We like the system. Thanks, Jen. Okay, no uh, Mark is hanging on with uh, a bold claim. Uh, what's the most of one thing you have, Mark? 107 fishing rods. 107 fishing rods. Where are you keeping all them rods then, Mark? In my big shed, next to my workshop. <laughs> big sheds. <laughs> How many of them are active rods? Uh, about, about 100. Uh, I, think, I think there's at least seven broken, but at least 100 are active. My, my dad is a keen angler down in Devon. I bought him a, a pole about three or four years ago, uh, and he absolutely loves that. You got a pole? No. <laughs> All right. That's the end of that one, then. What's the difference between a pole and a rod? I think a pole is like a really long stick that you can hold the rod on so you can get further out. All right. Is that right, Mark? It is. I did try it years ago, but 